and welcome to Here's John's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to be nice to movies, but may indeed have to slice and dice them. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's December, I'm doing Dire Zember, which is my look at the most dire festive movies I can get my little hands on. Now, I know I said I was going to do Disney Ember, but screw that, a whole month of Disney movies? No, let's do these awful festive fucking frights, my lord. First up is a movie I've been avoiding for a good 15 years. Christmas of the Cranks. Now, I've heard this is utter shit for years, so I've avoided it like the plague. However, I'm here to give it a fair chance. Things look hopeful, however, as this thing stars Tim Allen. Avoid anything this man is in. Dan Aykroyd and Jimmy Lee Curtis in her down part of her career. This was straight after Halloween Resurrection and the Freaky Friday remake. Also, this is pre a Beverly Hill Billy Chihuahua. Hill Billy uh, whatever. Chihuahua, which is possibly her most fucking frightening movie. <laughs> Luckily, she had Scream Queens to bring her back, and now they have these mediocre Halloween movies. She's back on top as a Scream Queen. Mm. Now, I have never seen this until this viewing, and this will be my first honest watching. So, by the humbug, bust those ghosts of Christmas past, it's Christmas with the Cranks. With its $60 million budget, this thing pulled in $96 million. Starring Tim Allen, Jim Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd, M. Emmett Walsh and Cheech Martin. Directed by Joe Roth. The plot, a yuppie couple, want to cancel Christmas when their daughter flies the coop. They plan to spend Christmas on a cruise. However, the townfolk aren't pleased and try to force the couple to do Christmas their way. On Christmas Eve, their daughter calls to say she'll be home for Christmas with a new boyfriend on tow. So, the couple must pull neighbourhood together to help them with their Christmas chaos. Yeah, it's that bloody well stupid for crying out loud. Here we go. So after the frosty and snow-filled logos, it opens up on Luther Crank, played by Tim Allen, in bed. A sentence I thought I would never write or I'd say out loud again. Hopefully I don't have to do that one again. With him is his wife, Nora, played by Jimmy Lee Curtis, in a god-awful bloody well wig. I swear to God it doesn't even sir. <clears throat> by the way, who names their characters Luther and Nora? When was this written? How long has this been bound around Hollywood for, for crying out loud? This thing just screams late 80s, early 90s. It's 8am, yet it's bright and sunny outside. Shouldn't it be pitch dark? It's bloody December. It's the day their daughter, Blair, played by Julie Gonzo, leaves home forever. Up pops the titles inside A Christmas Reeve, and I'm about to commit suicide because this movie's awful. Anyway, cut to AM Airport. As Luther and Nora tearfully say goodbye to Blair as she starts her new life in college, I think it is. In the car ride back home, Nora asks if Blair will be fine. In Peru? What the fuck? She works for the Peace Corps? Well, that one's a new twist on the whole going to college for la la la. I mean, for crying out Luther doesn't give two flying titty fucks as he just brushes Nora's concerns off. Father of the year right here for the Lord. Right, hold on a second here. This is based on a John Grisham book and written by Chris Columbus. What the fuck went man wrong with this movie then? So during a rainstorm, because I'm bloody well nowhere, Nora sends Luther into up his own arse store to get white chocolate and pistachio nuts for the next day's brunch. 
here he meets an extra mode to the Umbrella Santa, played by Austin Pendleton, who tries to sell him a brolly, but Lusser says no, as it's for charity, and he can't stand charity because he's a twat, is also pissing it down with rain, and he has nothing to cover up his head with, not even a scarf or a bloody hat, you know. Mm -hmm. Q slapstick as he gets soaked first by a pothole covered in ice-cold water, and then again by the rain ornament thing above the shop as it falls up his head and it gets drenched by about fucking 20,000 gallons of water for fuck's sake. So Nora sends him back into the shop because he gets the wrong chocolate or something like that because I have no idea who cares frankly I mean because mm, that's supposed to be hilarious he gets drenched not once but twice but thrice because it's very 90s comedy I mean uh, this movie is just anywho after getting soaked to the soul, Luther spots a billboard for a cruise line Christmas cruise, so a plan is now hatched to cancel Christmas. Next day, he crunches numbers, literally, and uses the old-timey calculator with the paper at the back, you know that type, to find out how much Christmas cost him last year compared to the cruise. It comes out to $6.1,000. The fuck? Who the hell spends six grand on Christmas? So that night, he talks Laura into taking the cruise. She thinks she's going to get a festive fuck and she plays a bit of dishes on the table but nope. Her life is about to get fucked big time as he comes out with a ridiculous bloody Hawaiian shirt on and this idea of the Halloween, the Halloween, the Christmas cruise for crying out loud. I mean, ugh. At first she's like, oh no, we can't skip Christmas until she realises an all-exclusive, all-expense-paid VIP trip is less than $3,000. So fuck Christmas. And by the way, how the hell can you get a a cruise for less than three grand for two all exclusive mm -hmm. during Christmas utter bollocks anyway she's just as bad as him penny pinching as worse as he is actually for crying out loud these two are yuppie utter up themselves twats anyway Luther wants to cancel everything including the Christmas cards and various other knicks and knacks all over the place and god almighty I hate Christmas but for fuck's sake it's a Christmas card write the fucking thing it's going to cost you about but but 10 or something with crying out, you cheap son of a bitch. Plus, he wants to stop the yearly charity giving of $600. What a cheap asshole. Anyway, next day he sends out a passive-aggressive email telling the whole office Christmas is cancelled. Don't expect a card, a present, or a Christmas wish. Everything is cancelled. Wait, hold on a second here. It isn't even a bloody email he sends. It's a fucking letter. What the hell? He takes out a letter and then prints out hundreds of copies of the bloody letter. Send a fucking email, you bloody idiot. Like I says, this is 90s written all over it. Anyway, cut to Nora at lunch for gal pals. Mary, sorry, Mary, that is not Mary. Mary, played by Felicity Hoffman and Candy with her eye, played by Carolyn Rear, fresh off Sabrina the Teenage Witch 90s one that is. Some Christmas card salesman follows Nora into the restaurant and then has a go at her for cancelling the Christmas order and indeed all the Christmas invite orders because apparently this is his commission for the year. What the fuck? Who the fuck follows him into another bloody place of business to harass the person? Oh my god, who wrote the script? Now, now hold on a second here. These two uh, chickadees, if I can use that word, have a go at Nora for not having a huge Christmas Eve party for the whole bloody community, including the HMO heads, and I think the whole neighbourhood is a cul-de-sac. No wonder this thing costs her fucking six grand a bloody year, Jesus jinkies. At least have this thing switched from house to house to house every bloody year, not just one person doing this fucking thing. Anyway, here is the start of the peer pressure, as Mary 
Merry even asked then demands Nora still for her Christmas Eve party. Yeah, but you love it. No, they'll shut the fuck up. It's fucking gonna cost what about two, three grand? Cue more pre pressure as Boy Scouts try to force Luther into buying a tree for 90 bucks. The fuck? 90 bucks for a tree? Go down to bloody Walmart going for about 60 quid. It's fucking plastic and it'll do. Christ almighty. Plus you're going to use it time and time and time again. Cue even more peer pressure from the head of the HOA. Vic Formeyer, played by Dan Aykroyd. He gets wind of this, that the cranks have cancelled Christmas. He is pissed off that they might not win some bullshit prize for the best decoration of the community and blah 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 blah. Also, up his own arse, Walt Stoll, played by M. Emmett Walsh, he gets one of this. I think he's the co-head of the HOA. This starts a war between him and Luther. The fuck? It's their choice to skip Christmas and save thousands of dollars. What the fuck has it got to do with the community that they're skipping Christmas. It's a stupid plastic cut for feck's sake in the end of the bloody world. I'm crying out loud. They're acting as if it's a fucking end. Oh, Later, Luther puts out his recycling and cue the perfect chance for Vic to get his little digs in. As both watch a neighbour fight over where to place the Christmas lights over a house as they're all stinking drunk. Because that's hilarious, right? Oh, by the way, who pays for electricity? Bill, that's your bother. As these things are on since November the 1st through to the 31st of January, the HOA? No, it's the people that's in the fucking houses! Who the fuck gonna put- oh my god. Anyway, Vic flat out tells Luther to decorate the house and have Christmas his way or else. Luther tells him to get to fuck. So Vic hands him a flyer for the Frosty Festival, which is when every single house in HOA and the neighbourhood has to put up a huge plastic Santa on a roof for reasons. What the fuck? Is this where the Karns of the world come from? HOAs? Who the fuck bows to peer pressure? I would tell them where to go. It's my house and if I don't want to decorate the fucking Christmas decorations the way you want it done, I won't do it the way you want to do it, you fucking hacks. Go and take a flying fuck to yourselves, you fucking... Mm. Anyway, next morning, Luther tells Nora not to bend to pressure as he's not putting the dumbass fucking plastic snowman on the roof. As he leaves, he stands on Walt's cat's tail and so it is on and this thing's on all through the bloody movie as he keeps on harassing the cat, the cat's not like him, he's not like the cat, blah 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 blah. Walt tells him he can't and indeed won't ruin Christmas for the neighbourhood. Ooh, feisty words. So cue Bev Shaw, played by Liz Franz. She pulls away her irate husband. Not before the old git rubs salt into the wounds that Luther still wasn't a partner after being at the office for years. Again, very 90s of thinking of this. As in the office, Luther has to deal with passive-aggressive remarks such as Bahambug, Scrooge, and even his assistant Dax, played by Vernie Watson, has a go saying she won't have a bonus this year. The fuck, love? I worked retail and restaurants during Christmas and I never got a fucking shiny penny for a bonus. Also, this is the reason why I cannot stand Christmas, the non-stop Christmas songs from October to the end of fucking January rode up themselves people and no one says thank you or please. They're a bunch of aggressive fucking stuck up their own arse wankstains. Fuck Christmas. Anyway, <clears throat> later, Vic 
his son Spike, played by Eric Per Sullivan, of uh, Mock Middle fame, and half of the street terrorised Nora over Frosty the Ficking Snowman, so she calls Luther for help. Nope, don't call your idiot husband, call the police. I mean, honest to god, that is harassment over a fucking seven foot plastic snowman. Yeah, fuck that shit. Jail them. Talk about being fucking petty. Jesus Christ. And oh my god, Jubilee Curtis overacts the scene horrendous. This is a fucking Rob Zombie's Michael Myers after her arse. Not some fat, balding, power tripping douchebag with the spawns of Satan. Next to him, for fuck's sake, there's a bunch of bloody kids and a fat guy. Tell me fuck off. Luther tells her not to panic, but to meet him for lunch. So she heads out, but like a bloody George Romaro zombie movie, she's swarmed by Vic and company. So she speeds off with Vic's gloves stuck in her car window, because that's hilarious, right? I swear to God, the whole goddamn neighbourhood has it out for these ridiculous, cheap, tacky, seven-foot plastic snowmen from hell. Talk about a bloody well cult. I swear to God, these things are creepy as fuck. Also, Vic tries to force her window down as she drives off and he's running beside her. The fuck? Stalker match? Christ almighty. Anyway, in the bar, while downing a pint, Nora snaps it with her after all the shit she's went through because it's his ridiculous idea to go on this fucking Christmas cruise and cancel Christmas because he's a cheap son of a bitch. So, to shut her up, he pulls out an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow bikini. And she's happy with that one. The fuck? By the way. There's a pot for my British listeners. Shit, it wasn't polka dots. Hmm? Anyway, he then pulls out a speedo and please, for the love of all the gay gods out there, don't want to put this fucking thing on. Cue them getting fake tans. Ghibli Curtis is wearing a swimsuit that is two sizes too small for her because that's hilarious, right? As in walks a perf to spine her where she's getting tanned because that's funny again. She bangs her head off the top of the... Um, tanning booth so she goes to get a band-aid and cue the neighborhood priest who stands and gets an eyeful purring over her for a good five fucking minutes Jesus jinkies and oh a dear god there are they are no gay gods my eyes Tim Allen Espido I think I am straight in the name of the whole trinity of gay icons Kylie Madonna and Gaga make it stop that's an instant minus two points right there sweet mother of good Jesus my eyes Wait, the next day they make the fucking front page of the local newspaper? Wow, talk about a bloody slow, new, uh, slow news day. Anyway, this lights a fire under Nora's arse to screw Christmas even more. But in saying that, the very next day, she's in the Salvation Army feeding the homeless. The fuck? By the way, do not give to the Salvation Army, they're a bunch of right-wing arseholes. Here, Mary and Candy tell her Bev the across-the-street neighbour, is dying of cancer and this will be her last Christmas. Later, returning home from work, Luther has it out with Walt. Seems he was on the sold newspaper, the article on the cranks, or so rather on the cranks. Nora runs across the street to tell Walt she's sorry to hear about Bev. Smoothing is over with this old coot. That night, Cue White Christmas by Bing Crosby as we get a pan shot across the neighbourhood and all the houses have lights on and it frosts up all but the cranks. It's December 23rd in Illinois yet there's not one drop of bloody snow on the ground. Get in. Anyway, someone has called the cops on them and here we meet officers Trey played by Jake Busey and Salino played by Cheat Martin. Wait, no, they're trying to hawk their 
calendars. Luther says no, which pisses off the cops. And indeed, the rest of the neighbourhood are extremely pissed off though, by these tacky-ass fucking cop uh, calendar things. I mean, mm. wow, there's no Christmas. And then there's being cheap, son of a bitch. It's a ten-buck challenge charity calendar for fuck's sake buy the fucking thing up pulls a truckload yes folks a truckload of christmas carolers so of course walt being the old twat that he is sends them across to the cranks after he tells them they need christmas cheer because they have cancelled christmas so she gets a look of utter disgust on her face as if to say they fucking sacrifice newborn babies at fucking sunset every night she goes up close and starts to sing Christmas songs to them. The cranks, hearing jingle bells, run and hide as they look over a place to see there's 20 plus calibers, calibers even on their lawn singing at the top of their lungs crappy ass Christmas songs. Seconds later, the entire neighbourhood are all there singing. Don't these people have lives for feck's sake? This goes on for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, fuck that. I would pour ice water over them the fucking bunch of ass wipes they then sing frosty the fucking snowman so the cranks have to hide in the basement it's here in the basement they see the seven foot plastic snowman in the dark waiting for them with a sinister grin on its face the fuck next day oh the kids neighborhood stand outside the cranks house chanting free frosty Okay, time to break out the tasers and pepper spray. Fuck that. Montage time of the cranks getting harassed over the stupid fucking snowman. Also, cute Hobo Lone style traps as Luther sprays his front lawn with water, getting it on Walt's cat, freezing it overnight. Funny. Ha ha. Uh, uh, the postie then falls on it the next morning. Hello, lawsuit. So does the carolers and indeed Nora. Who the fuck thought this was funny? This sort of slapstick shit went out in Home Alone 2. Cut to Nora reading The Grinch Who Stole Christmas to the kids sick in a child hospital. Again, she's supposed to cancel Christmas also, but she's doing this charity shit. Yeah, you're mixing signals here, love. And what I don't get, if she's so giving with time and money, why is she married to Luther? He's a penny-pinching, self-centered arsewipe. Or is it she's a Chardonnay stay-at-home wife and mother? bored out of her tits therefore charity is her life hmm maybe at lunch Luther shows off he has Botox because Botox is hilarious isn't it he can't eat drink or indeed talk because that's a lame ass fucking joke I should have been killed instantly also he looks like a fucking bad cosplaying Vulcan only orange due to the fake tan I mean honest to god nor has had it with him, calling him a selfish, self-centred dickhead. All he can think of is his own fucking fading looks. It's Christmas Eve! Well, that jumped quick. Time to pack! With Nora is doing all alone while Luther is inside tuning into a truly hideous Hawaiian shirt. Meanwhile, the kids are crank-calling the home. The fuck? Arrest these little fuckers. Blair calls to tell them she's coming home for Christmas, so they must decorate the entire house. Not only that, but she has her new boyfriend, who happens to be a doctor, Enrique, played by Rene Lovin, in tow, who wants to see a good old-fashioned traditional American Christmas because he comes from 
think it's says Cuba, I think they say a county or something like that. They say Q Luther throwing a hissy fit when he realises no cruise for him. And he has to beg the neighbours for help. Nor kicks into hyperdrive, getting everything ready for the big Christmas Eve party that they have to throw that night. Which includes getting a huge tin of Christmas ham. Who in the fuck eats Christmas ham? Buy a fucking piece of pork, cook it yourself, you lazy bitch. Anyway, moving on. Luther then races to the Christmas tree lot to get a tree, but the only one left is one that is completely, utterly dead and about four foot tall. And they want 75 bucks for this piece of shit. So, with his tail between his legs, he buys this fucking thing, drives back home with this fucking twig, in essence. And then has to beg a neighbour who handily is heading out of town over Christmas for his gigantic tree. Neighbour says yes. Now he has to put up Frosty all on his tod. By the way, it cuts to Frosty in the basement and it's got a smell on its face. Is it possessed? Hmm. He then pays Spike for help to move the tree across the street. As he risks life and limb to get Frosty on the roof. Meanwhile, Nora fights with a neighbour to get the last hickory-smoked ham with a fucking tinned ham, which is across the store, and this thing goes on for bloody ages, and they're, they're racing to get it, and the fucking Nutcracker Sweet plays, and this is just terrible. And by the way, they think it's hilarious that they do pratfalls as she fucking skiddles into a shopping trolley as it knocks over an entire display of Christmas crackers, because that's hilarious, right? And then it cuts to Nora harassing a poor couple buying the last ham in the shop, demanding and then saying she'll pay thousands of dollars for the thing. More funny haha shit as Spike is caught stealing, sorry, borrowing the Christmas tree from the neighbours. A nosy neighbour calls the cops who almost arrest Luther for stealing the tree. Back to Nora, who now has the last ham, but she drops it as it rolls along the parking lot and she chases it as it gets run over by an 18-wheeler, because that's hilarious, right? This movie is fucking awful. So with the tree now in the living room, and it's fucking gigantic, Nora returns in pieces as everyone she knows has rejected her late party offer. Boyle then calls again, telling them she'll be home at 8pm in less than three and a half hours. They are completely and utterly fucked. So off, Nora goes to get a crate of wine and booze for the party. While she's out, he must put Frosty on the roof. Cut to him on the roof, pulling Frosty up by the neck by a hangman's rope. As in the wine store, Nora bumps into the umbrella Santa, so makes him to the party as he knows her, but she has no idea who the fuck he is, so hmm. Hours later, Luther is still struggling with the plastic snowman. This catches Vic's eye, so runs out with the kids to um, help. By help, he means shouting a bong at him. Cue Christmas vacation flashbacks as he falls off the roof with the whole HOA watching. Frosty smashes into pieces as Luther is now stuck hanging upside down by his foot on the hangman's rope because that's utterly hilarious, isn't it? Nora drives up, shocked to see Luther hanging by his foot. And then Vic blames her for this cock-up. Uh, excuse me here, mate. Wasn't it you and indeed the entire HOA and indeed the entire neighbourhood, in fact, the entire fucking town harassing her to put this fucking stupid Christmas fucking thing up? Anyway, the firemen show up in a matter of minutes and free Luther. Here, Luther 
begs the entire HOA for help fixing their home for Blair and the party. They all agree. And after a pep prompt from Vic, it is on. Vic sends the cops to pick up Blair. Cue utter chaos inside the crank's house as people bring their own Christmas decorations and own Christmas food. Also, Frosty is now magically put together as now on the roof. As it starts to snow, and I swear to God, I am slitting my wrist and throwing up everything I ever ate in my life. This is sickly, sweet, disgusting shit. It is now 7.15pm. Blair calls from the aeroplane, saying she'll be there in five minutes. The fuck? So Vic calls the two cops to pick up Blair and to stall her for as long as they can because they're not ready yet. In walks Umbrella Santa with a canned ham. And he instantly knows everybody at the party, by the way. Back to Blair and the cops who are crawling along the ground in their patrol car. They fake a housebreaking, which turns out to be a real one, and arrest the guy. So instead of calling for backup, they take this guy with them to the cranks. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Oh, and yet another joke song from Christmas Vacation. All the house lights go out as the cranks plug in their final fucking Christmas lights and the entire neighbourhood conks out. Not to whatever. One call from Vic and the power company sends out a guy to get lights back on. Yeah, it's 7.30 on Christmas Eve and the power company will send out one person to fuck a switch. Oh my god. It is now 8.15pm. Blair and the cops pull up with the criminal in the car. So Spike lets him out and he robs the one house with hundreds of people in the fucking thing, the fucking idiot. The entire street, the entire neighbourhood is in this one house. Rob the other houses, you fucking idiot. God, these guys are thicker than the two guys in bloody home alone for crying out loud. The fucking whip bandits. Just jinkies. With the party in full swing, Umbrella Santa happens to know everyone, including Enrique, yet no one seems to bat an eye or no one has a clue who the fuck this guy is. Nodder thanks everyone for pulling this together as everyone is happy, all but Luther, who sulks like a little brat in the kitchen downing a bottle of champagne. Nodder finds him sulking, so puts a selfish git in his place once and for all. However, he tries to to smooth talk her into going to this cruise anyway, saying just give Blair the house for the Christmas break. What the fuck does she see in him? Divorce this douche nugget. Anyway, Luther sees Walt and Bev alone eating dinner across the street, so he goes across the road and hands over the trip. Guess his heart grew three sizes then. Hmm. Never mind the fact you can't transfer flights or need cruise tickets, but well, never mind, it's the thought that counts, I'm guessing. Hmm. Going back across the road, Luther spots the guy stealing his stuff, so tries to stop him. With a lot of help from Umbrella Santa, now dressed as Santa, he brains the thief with the umbrella, saying, I told you to an umbrella. Ugh, God. A brawly Santa leaves, saying Santa always works on Christmas Eve, gets into his VW bug, and drives off. Another spots Luther all alone outside, and runs up to say she still loves him. After she finds out, he handed the cruise tickets over to Walt and Bev. The two kiss, snow falls, Santa is in the VW bug, flies past the camera with reindeers. The fuck? Uh, what the hell did I just say there? Oh my god. To make things even worse, 
Frosty fucking nods his hat to camera as credits mercilessly roll. And I'm checking to see if I spiked my coffee with fucking eggnog, my lord. What the fuck was this thing? This thing is painfully unfunny, painfully unoriginal, and just plain bloody stupid. The cranks are highly unlikable. The HOA are insane. Bloody Vic and company are utter nutjobs. It's a fucking seven-foot plastic stone one. Get over yourselves! This... Uh, Jesus Christ, this is just... This just shows you how bad peer pressure and bullying actually is. How the fuck do these HOA people have the power to do this shit? Honest to fucking God. Look, just watch Christmas Vacation avoid this fucking turkey. I'm going to give this thing 1 out of 10. Still, never mind. Never mind that one. Come back next week as I look at Black Christmas 2019. That'll be fun. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's A Pod. Check out my dozens of other podcasts such as Christmas Vacation, Hob Alone 1 and 2, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon and many, many, many more. A Bye!